Blog Talk Radio. And thank you so much for joining us. Get ready. As always, our shows are going to blow your mind with live and unscripted information. Warning, there is no spin going on here. It's done. So, only the truth and the facts will be heard tonight. I bet that is comforting to you. The world is a crazy place for everyone right now. So, for the next hour or more... Let us be your getaway and take you on our journey that you will never forget. So sit back and relax and welcome our co-host, Will Cobb. And our, as always, our show is produced by Maureen Vanderpool. Sound exciting? Trust me, it will be. As All You Need to Know Radio starts right now. And with fur- without further ado, here is Will Cobb. It's July 2nd, 2020, and it's that time for us to go live on All You Need to Know Radio, back from our one-week hiatus. Thanks, John, for that great intro. I'm your co-host, Will Cobb, and happy to be back tonight while social distancing and my favorite Star Trek-inspired loungewear. And now, without much further ado, let's head into our first segment, The Law of Politics, with your host, John, and our resident constitutional law expert, Almost warrant of the law for warrant and nine. Gentlemen, the airwaves are all yours as usual. Take it away. Thank you so much for your kind introduction, Will. I appreciate you. Hello, Amos, and welcome to the world of All You Need to Know Radio. How are you, my friend? I'm well, John. It's good to be with you. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. What do you have any plans for the 4th of July? Well, um, I'm trying to maintain appropriate social distancing, so I'm not uh, doing like a big party or anything, but I will be with some uh, very close family and my girlfriend, uh, and so I think we're going to have a nice, relaxing, but pretty quiet time. Thank you. So that that explains where my uh, invite got lost, because you're not having a big crowd, right? <laughs> there, there, there's no party this year, sir. <laughs> All right, well, let's dive right into uh, some of the most disheartening information I've heard yet of Donald Trump. 
Mm-hmm. Trump knew Russia paid bounty for our troops to the Taliban to kill our troops. And what did the sitting president? The answer is nothing. He asked them to join the G, rejoin the G8. Um, and uh, again, similar to the debacle in Helsinki in 2017, he sided with. Vladimir Putin in the interests of Russia over the interests of over the specific advice and um, analysis of our incredible intelligence agencies. Um, and uh, it's another brick in the wall of the evidence mm-hmm. to show that he is beholden to Russia. And I don't know specifically what why he is beholden to Russia, but the evidence just keeps piling up. It's pretty obvious that he is, in fact, beholden to Russia, and that's terrifying and scary. Well, he doesn't even do anything to try to hide it. I mean, he mm-hmm. he blatantly has some kind of homosexual love for Vladimir Putin. I mean, he talks about how they're in love and how – or actually, the, wait, that was Kim Jong-un. So he, with, as long as you're mm-hmm. a dictator – Donald Trump considers you an equal to him, and they're actually more than an equal to him. They are playing the most powerful man. Well, now that's a Merkel lady, but they're playing Donald mm-hmm. Trump, and he just doesn't see it. It's hilarious. I, I also think you hit on an important point talking about other dictators. Um, you know, we don't know precisely what went down, but something untowards is occurring with the relationship between the Trump administration and the government of Turkey. There's also, I believe, something untoward occurring with the government of Saudi Arabia and the Trump administration. And again, it's I don't know what it is because they obstructed justice and the Democrats and Mueller were unable to uncover tales of exactly what they've got on him, but they've got freaking something. Um, uh, There's no other way to explain his actions. Exactly. And there is one way. It's because, because they, they do have, have – do you think they have something physical? I'm sorry, my microphone is messed up. Do you think they have something – Personal, like, like financially, or, or do they, they have, have him peeing on a bed with hookers? On a, a, a bed of you, you know, that, that's a complicated question, and I think the answer is likely both, but I don't really know. Um, you know, there's a lot of evidence that he's committed various forms of tax fraud and financial fraud and potential money laundering, and um, – I wouldn't be surprised if part of the thing that they're holding over him is is to do with financial crimes and um, his debts, who he really owes debts to. And then I also think that there is, based on I mean, he's got a lengthy history of complaints of sexual allegations by women, young and old. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there was also some sort of personal sexual, you know, the PP tape, or I've seen speculation with no evidence, but speculation that there's um, the the PP tape is is with underage women, and that's the real reason why it's 
such valuable blackmail information. But I don't well, know that's if that's why true he or not. That guy, that's why he killed that guy in prison. What was his name? Je- uh, Epstein. And Mr. Yeah. and Mr. Epstein's co-conspirator, Ghislaine Maxwell, was arrested in New York yesterday. Yes, yesterday. Or, excuse me, New Hampshire yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was uh, one of the most disturbing stories we've ever reported on that just I, – I hope there's a special place in hell for people who touch children. And this guy – Me too, sir. Was just oh my gosh, guys! Well, if you're just well what us. he was is he was he was a pimp for the powerful, and it's interesting to see. You know, one of the things that I've called for multiple times on this show, and I believe is a thing that the Democrats should do, is that if they're successful in the November election, and it appears they're likely to be so, that they actually really prosecute some of these prior crimes of the administration, which, you know, we've used the example of Obama saying the country needs to heal and not going after George W. Bush and Cheney and those folks, which, I mean, I understand. I disagreed with, but I understand. With Donald Trump, if Joe Biden and, you know, a future Senate Democratic majority do the same thing, I, I guess I, I mean I, I I'll protest I'll take to the streets. The Donald Trump situation is different from George W. Bush or Obama or Clinton doing nasty things. Donald Trump is a career criminal in a way that these other presidents haven't been, and so I want to see real prosecutions occur under a future Democratic administration. And the question is, do they dig into that rabbit hole? of the Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, William Barr connection and figure out how Epstein allegedly committed suicide in a supermax prison with no cameras on him. Now, you Um, know he did not commit suicide. He was murdered. Well, I did, in fact, say allegedly and with no cameras on him in a prison, which is ridiculous. I mean, this is literally one of the most secure places in America. The prison where Jeffrey Epstein was being held in Manhattan is one of one of the most secure places in the country. And for a quote-unquote suicide to occur there, there's definitely something untoward that occurred. We don't know the details, again, but um, that's kind of where I would like to see a real investigation and a prosecution. I'm concerned that there's so much chickenry. There's so many bad acts with Russia and Turkey and Saudi Arabia and, um, you know, emoluments and whatever. The, the problem with the, the, the Sharpie gate where he committed a felony by lying about the path of a hurricane. Um, there's, there's so many crimes to investigate that I'm worried that a future prosecution will omit the crimes committed by Epstein because his powerful backers are on both sides of the aisle. Are you there, buddy? Yes. Okay. So, uh, are you there almost? I'm so sorry. Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Okay. So, I can hear you now. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, you bring up a good point, and the thing is, is that um, I'm wondering if my internet's getting ready to kick, go down because the, the uh, hub keeps kicking my microphone off. So I'm resorting to old school once again, which is fine with me. Um, the thing is, is that 
everything Donald Trump touches turns to coal, and he it, it just dissolves, and it can touch anybody all the way up from a five-star general to mm-hmm. anybody. I mean, and it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to the story real quick about the troops being killed in Afghanistan and his yes, sir. worthless-ass excuse of I was not briefed on that back in February. So let's, let's lay this out for our listeners so that people understand. Yes, sir. It is not that Donald Trump was not just briefed on this. Donald Trump was not the only one that was briefed back in fucking February. We're in July. Our troops were killed for ransom for bounty. And the sitting president, that is the law and order president, throw up in my mouth joke, I mean, I'm beside myself. And that his followers don't see it when he says it's a hoax? Good grief, is there an idiot and a moron born every day in this country? Mm. Well, I, I have a few responses to that. First, I would say I agree with you that per news reporting, the first time that it uh, the intelligence reporting specifically appeared in a presidential daily briefing was in February. However, according to John Bolton, who I disagree with strongly, but I think is telling the truth on this instance, according to John Bolton, he told Trump about this intelligence in 2019. Um, And so he received like a specific briefing from his high level cabinet advisor uh, prior to receiving anything in a presidential daily briefing. Um, I, I also so want to say that so you're admitting that mm-hmm. with me. So in your opinion, aren't those people complacent because they got the same information mm-hmm. that was passed on to Trump and they did nothing. They spoke to nothing. What does well, it say presumably, about people? Presumably Bolton, did in fact, and I like I said, I kind of hate John Bolton, but I think he's telling the truth here. Um, Book is amazing. Pre- presumably, pre- presumably, Bolton was trying to get Trump to do something about it, but Trump didn't want to because, for reasons that we've kind of already gone over, he appears to be completely beholden to Russia. Um, and when you've got one the of the speaker of the House, have, Nancy Pelosi, mm-hmm. on national mm-hmm. television now saying all roads well in fact she did it in the uh in the in a meeting where Donald Trump likes to mm-hmm. um and actually she did it in the oval office she stood up and she said all roads to you Mr. Trump lead to Putin and that was a stern right. statement and then she reevaluated that this weekend and said that's what i meant by that there's something about this picture that doesn't work trump either has right. they either have something on trump either uh, financially or personally, but the president is compromised. Mm-hmm. Why are they not right. doing the 25th Amendment? And with that almost, I want you to <laughs> hold that, and I want you to think about why are they not doing the 25th Amendment. Let's tackle that mm-hmm. next week. Go ahead and give sure. your closing arguments, my friend. We do that about a minute. I'd appreciate it. Very good. Yes, sir. So briefly, um, in my opinion, it appears that um, – Donald Trump is likely to lose the presidential election, but only if all of your listeners uh, register to vote and then vote. I recommend that you vote straight Democratic ticket all the way down the line. I'm doing it myself. I don't typically recommend that, but um, the GOP has shown itself to be grossly untrustworthy, and that's my recommendation. Um, Finally, I think that uh, 
Donald Trump is, in fact, compromised by Russia, and the Mueller investigation was ended early and not properly gone through, and that's part of what's going on with the Southern District of New York and uh, Prosecutor Berman. And I'm glad to see that it appears that our institutions are going to hold and America's going to be fine, but we need to vote these people out. It's all about this vote. The election is grossly more important than any election that's ever existed in my lifetime. That's right. November 3rd, everybody. It doesn't matter who you're for. You need to vote. Mm -hmm. Almost thank you so much. And next week, we are going to talk about that uh, New York uh, removal of that powerful attorney. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, my friend. Have a great night. All right, guys. That was Almost Warrens with uh, our politics. I think it's our lead in politics. I've got Get Will, because he named that, and I just forgot the name of it. But you're listening to All You Need to Know Radio, heard every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, exclusively on Blog Talk Radio. Our hats go out to Blog Talk Radio. Tonight's show is brought to you by PB Entertainment Group. If you're an artist and you're looking for a label, go on to social media. They're on every a single outlet. All right, so once again, this is John Hollywood with your host and your co-host, Will Cobb and your show producer, Maureen Vanderpool. Don't touch that dial. If you do, you'll be sorry. We'll be right back. website. You're making an impact with your blog, small business, or side hustle. It all starts when you first log into your Bluehost account. We'll help guide you through the basic decisions for setting up your new WordPress site. It's the get-to-know-you phase of our new relationship. Then check out our all-in-one dashboard, which makes it easy to manage all the major functions of your website. Think of it as your site's stylish new headquarters. From here, you can choose from hundreds of custom themes for the design you want. Discover and install essential plugins for the features you need. And you've got yourself a website that can sell, share, and do almost anything. Then take your website even further with smart marketing tools that boost your site in search results and help draw in the largest crowd. Whether you're new to WordPress or a seasoned pro, our experts are just a chat, email, or phone call away to help you turn a good site into an amazing site. So come on, ready to make your impact? Start building today with Bluehost, the perfect place to WordPress. To Birch Arrangement is, I didn't know flowers could look like this. I'm Brittany Ash. I'm a floral artist and the founder and director of Birch. I use Squarespace as a tool to express what my business is to those who don't get to experience it in person. Squarespace, in a lot of ways, made me an actual business. I think it's the first thing that people look at. Without that platform, it doesn't really seem that legitimate.
everybody. Welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio, America's number one show worldwide. Thank you so much, guys. We want to make a big announcement. We today, from uh, our Instagram account, uh, at last last week's show, not last week, the week before, we were at 243,000 people. We were at 257,000 people that follow us on Instagram alone worldwide. I mean, we have people following us from Israel, from Switzerland. It's amazing. I want you to know that Will, Maureen, and myself do not take this we take this so humbly, and we are so honored and appreciative of the fact that you come to us for the real news. You don't come to us for fake news. And now back to the show. Will, what do you say about that? Can you believe that we're getting so much for support? I think that it's so exciting that so many people are listening and hearing what we have to say. And by the way, thanks for that music, John. Thanks for sharing. Well, I, when I think of share, I think of you. Especially when you're riding up uh, the uh, the tank uh, when she when it's uh, what is that song she's singing? Oh gosh, I know that song so well. What is it? Uh, you know, she's on the Marine ship and she's riding the cannon. Turn back and, time. Yes, and it was the video was banned from MTV until nine o'clock at night because it showed her ass. What a beautiful ass that was. Uh, too, by the we're way, showing our age, John Hollywood. <laughs> we're showing our age. So hey, let's talk about this real quick, Will. What did you think about what Amos and I were talking about as far as can you believe, did you ever believe in your lifetime that a sitting president of the United States would turn the cheek and just ignore the fact when our American troops are being slaughtered for cash? Well, you know, one thing you and Amos didn't talk about that I thought was really important in this conversation was the fact that even if Trump – now, you know, his story changes every time he gets caught. And, and as he gets caught further, the story changes more and more and more and more. But his initial response was what was really scary and what uh, Joe Biden really pointed out was, you know, okay, maybe he didn't hear it, but he's the president of the United States, and he first said he never even heard it. So if you go back and look at what the – NSA and the CIA and all of the people who are involved in giving him intelligence, they're saying you can't bring up Russia with him without him closing down and screaming and saying it's a hoax. And that's just really terrifying. I mean, even if he didn't know, that's actually worse than him. Well, no, not worse. I'm going to take that back. Either way, even if he didn't know, that's terrifying for such a dumbass president. But well, let's analyze what you just said. Frankly, because the president is a crybaby and he is not mature enough to take criticism, and he is so egotistical that he looks at when something's going wrong that's just being brought to his attention that actually just needs to be handled. He takes it personally and says, "How is it going to look? Make me look bad." That's how he makes decisions sitting at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. It's not what is good for the United States of America or America's people. It is how it is going to look, make Donald Trump look. And, you know, it's hard to make Donald Trump look good because he's such an ugly man inside and out. His heart is pure evil. He's a heartless man. I've, and it gives me no pleasure as I say all the time to sit here and say these kind of things about the sitting president, number 45. But this guy, he's, he's, he's off the charts. I mean, it just I cannot think of enough 
things to say. I mean, every time I say he wor- he's worse than a three-year-old, that's insults to a three-year-old. I mean, can you just um, – I mean, <laughs> seriously. And then the people that lie for him are complacent in every single thing that he does. And what I think is going to be interesting is where are they going to go work when Donald Trump is gone? Who's going to hire a liar that gets up there and lies? Maybe they'll go to Dancing with the Stars. (laughs) Probably. But, you know, what you said is really important, and that is there is a shift. So what you've said there is that Donald Trump only looks out for himself, and that's absolutely true. And for the last three years – When Trump tweets about a congressman or a senator, he actually does real damage politically. Sometimes they get unelected because they don't support him. That being said, because he is now in such a deep hole, he's, you know, his only response to what's going on in the world right now is to stoke the culture war. So he's defending, you know, Confederate named Air Force bases and Army bases, and he's defending statues of racists and things like that. And that's the only thing he's been doing. You know, he's totally MIA on coronavirus. You know, let's not wear a mask. Let's have every let's have every kind of rally we can have. Let's go to Mount Rushmore and blow up fireworks on a dry area and maybe burn the whole thing down. But I just read an article in two different newspapers talking about that if by that the Republicans are finally saying that if by Labor Day he doesn't have his polls back up, they're going to defect, and they're going to actually turn against him. And some sitting Republican senators are going to say, we were wrong. We're going to vote for Biden. You're right. And uh, there, there's actually a lot of speculation, it's like especially on Morning Joe, MSNBC, that look at the type of person Donald Trump actually is, which is a – Insecure, racist, homophobic bigot, cheating on his wife, trying to kiss his daughter, trying to, you know, on Howard Stern, he blatantly <laughs> said, I want to fuck my daughter. If she wasn't my daughter, I wouldn't do it. Or otherwise, I would do it. And can you imagine being her? I would have I would have left the studio, first of all, and said, if you ever say anything to me like that again, Dad, I will not be your daughter. But, of course, all she did was smile. She was sitting right there. But the thing is, is that... The Republicans are going to turn on Donald Trump. It's just a matter of when. And the thing is, is that there are, like you said, they're already they're already doing it in in their own way. And Donald Trump is, if he's one thing, he's not stupid. He knows how to play to his base. And you know, it's like Mitch McConnell, the his lapdog in the Senate yesterday said, "It's simple. Wear a mask." <laughs> it's not hard. It's simple. Wear a mask. Why do you think Donald Trump does not wear a mask, Will? Because, well, if you look at – okay, so the the mask thing has become one of the most polarized issues politically in history, really. I mean watching people literally say that you know this is a human right – here's the thing that amazes me. Okay, so – now they're saying it's my body, my choice. I get to wear a mask if I don't want to. Now, if it's a woman's body and she's pregnant, it's not their choice. But a mask is their choice. So it, it's total hypocrisy. But the point being about all of this is that Donald Trump literally doesn't want to wear a mask because his base doesn't want him to. But the problem is 
that base is about 30 36% of the country that 4 or 5% 6% that voted for Donald Trump who were independents or were really anti-Hillary or things like that voted for him. he's losing them in droves they've had enough because here's the thing this is the biggest failure in presidential leadership in United States history and you know we keep saying that over and over but I'm going to respectfully disagree with you that and I'm going to tell you why Donald Trump supporters never even weighed in on masks until Donald Trump made the statement one time and you know Sadly, before Donald Trump, the, 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 what came out of the, the president's mouth meant something. It was truth. It was trying to make a change. It was for the betterment of everybody, and we were the strength. People are laughing at us now, right now. So when Donald Trump – I don't remember his supporters ever saying anything until Donald Trump said, when you wear a mask, you make me look bad. Like he was talking about tech, you know, testing. The more tests we do, the more <laughs> the more people we're going to find that is uh, that we're, we're going to get positive cases. And it's just crazy. No, that's absolutely true. You know, let's no longer actually do any DUI tests on the road because then we won't have any drunk drivers. Let's not investigate murders because we won't have murders. But I am going to respectfully also disagree with you about one point. All presidents lie, and they do it for political expediency, or they do it to protect their office. Let me me put you on. Let me pause you for a moment. That music means that we need to take a break. But when we come back, we're going to come right back to you. You're going to talk about that. Hey, guys, we're also going to talk about the U.S. Supreme Court. Remember the one Donald Trump brags about all the time? And he put two brand-new Supreme Court justices on there. Well, they dealt Donald Trump three different blows in the last couple of weeks, and we're going to talk about that with our amazing co-host, Will. You're listening to All You Need to Know Radio once again. Heard on Blog Talk Radio exclusively. Make sure that you go to PB Entertainment Group on all social media. That's the sponsor of our show. Everybody take a deep breath. I know this is a lot, but it is what is going on in our country, and we have got to rise above it and don't fall for the spin. I'm John Hollywood, your host, and we'll be right back. Oh, make me over. Off with the- You're like most people. You've been forced to stay in the past by your energy provider. Trapped in a fixed rate contract you really don't understand. Paying a bill that can be more of a shock than getting struck by lightning. Think about it. You don't even know what type of energy you're using or when rates inflate or when they plunge. Or the fact your energy provider's variable price only varies based on how much pain they think you can take before switching. All of the control is with them, leaving you in the dark. You see, the actual cost of energy goes up and down and changes every 15 minutes. And yet, your energy provider charges you the same fixed rate all the time. Now, if they set it somewhere around here, it might be an okay deal. But they set it up here, and if the price of energy drops, they pay less while you continue to pay the same fixed rate up here. Oh, and let's not forget all those little add-on fees with names you can't understand. 
So what you pay is oftentimes a lot more than what they pay. But we decided to change that. All of it. It's time to go gritty. Gritty connections directly to the actual price of energy, bypassing the middleman. You're charged only what it costs to produce and transport your energy. There's no confusing price plans, no markups, and no fixed contracts. All you pay for is your membership fee, which costs just pennies a day. And instead of wasting time figuring out how to charge you more, we provide things that really matter, like the now price of energy, so you know what you're paying any time of day. The amount you've paid so far, and what we estimate you will pay for the month. On top of that, we send you these really nifty things called gritty alerts that tell you when the price of energy is really high or really low, so you can decide when to run your dishwasher or charge your electric spaceship. But even if you do none of that, you still save boatloads of money just by being gritty. Which takes us to another reason to choose gritty. We love renewable energy, and we give you a tool to change the earth. When prices are high, it means dirty and inefficient power stations are toiling away trying to keep up with demand. But when prices are low, it's because renewable energy is working away at a very low cost, powered only by that bright sun and mighty wind. So remember, when it's cheapest, it's greenest. When you use Gritty Alerts, you'll not only save money, but also the planet. It's time to go gritty. So let's count down the ways you benefit. Access to no markup wholesale energy. No sign-up or early termination fees. No more bill shock. Know what you spend when you spend it. Price alerts that let you know when energy is cheap and green. All as a gritty member for just pennies a day. And everyone who signs up gets a free puppy. All right, that's not true. But since Gritty is the fairest deal in energy, unplug your charged electric station, hop into the pilot seat, and join us in the future. Houston, you are cleared for taking. Gritty, it's on. Less than two years ago, mortgage rates were between 55 and 6%. Do you know right now mortgage rates are nearly half of that? You can call TexasLending.com and may be able to drop your mortgage rate in half. Call 972-387-4600 or go online and apply with TexasLending.com. If you save just 1% on a $240,000 mortgage loan, you may save up to $200 every month in interest. Apply that savings towards your mortgage. Pay it off faster. Call TexasLending.com today, 972 972- 387-4600. We won the Consumer's Choice Award for the last 13 years. Call right now. Talk with a live person for a free quote. 972-387-4600. TexasLending.com. When you think Forty-one hundred Alpha Road, Suite three hundred, Dallas, Texas seven five two four four. And MLS number one three seven 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 three. Equal housing lender. Show me. 
everybody. Welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood, with Will Cobb. And we are talking about uh, President Trump, who else, and the disgraceful actions that he has taken. And let's get right back to Will. So, first of all, I'm liking your music tonight, John. It's really good. I, I really put a lot of thought oh. into it. So when you bring that up, it I brightens my heart because I really I can, I can see I you because I can't see you in our studio yet, which we're going to make that happen soon. <laughs> However, uh, just dancing around like you do. You know, you're a good dancer. You do it. I was, da- I was dancing around to that. So what I was saying before the break was here's the point. All presidents lie. They have to sometimes for American security. They have to sometimes for their own political expediency. But here's a fact. Donald Trump has lied 18,000 times on record from four different newspapers and trackers. So the point is anyone who is still believing what this man says, and you can literally follow anything he does. So the first thing is revealed, and he lies. Then they reveal a little bit more, and the lie changes. Then they reveal a little bit more, and the lie changes even again. So here's the point. The man isn't honest. So whether or not he read the brief about or heard the brief because he doesn't read, he, I mean, here's the amazing thing. We actually had his press secretary on the news having to test to the fact that the president actually reads. Who on earth ever thought we would need to hear that the president can read? Um, how about never? Because that's what. But but however, <laughs> the American people that voted Donald Trump in, you have to you, you have to give him one thing. He told you what he was going to do, and I have uh, some incredible inside advice for everybody out there around the world and in America. Believe someone who shows you tells you who they are the first time because they never change. And Hillary Clinton made a passionate speech about Russia and how you know everything was going to happen. What's so scary is everything's coming to fruition. And Donald Trump's press secretary is nothing but a ditzy dumb blonde. And she says, oh, I'm a Christian woman. No, she's not. She's a lying bitch. And she gets up there and she lies senselessly every single day. I will give her the fact that she actually stands up there and she's got a smile on her face while she's lying to the American people. And now she's lying to the American people about the death of our troops. And one can only hope that maybe one of her family members is in Afghanistan right now. And maybe that's what's going to have to happen, in my opinion, for things to change. It's going to have to affect somebody personally high up. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think is going to well, have to happen think, for things to change. I think we're change. seeing that a little. I think we're seeing that a little with Mattis, General Mattis, and people who are just so horrified by what he's saying, and they're finally backing away. And I, you know, you're seeing a lot of people don't see the news because they don't read the news. They watch Fox News, who doesn't report this kind of thing. But you're seeing so many administration officials resigning right now. Well, you know, I want to call two radio hosts out here in Dallas, Texas, that are on WFAA, 
uh, or actually they're, they're owned by uh, Cumulus Radio. Hi, Dan Bennett, president, you worthless piece of shit. Uh, Chris Crock on WBAP. That WF, and it's not, wait. It's on. not WFFA. Excuse me. I love everybody at WFA. Hi, shout out Todd Keel. <laughs> oh, I love WFAA. They're amazing. But you're right. Uh, it's Cumulus Radio, and they own 570 KLIF, which I was also on at one point, and then um, – WBAP, which is 8.20 a.m. But uh, Chris Crock is on at, from 7 o'clock until 10 o'clock. And when you listen to his show, it's like listening to a five-year-old child whine. Because I have listened to a lot of talk radio my whole life. I don't understand how you change into a five-year-old little girl while you're telling a story or you're talking about – What's going on in the country that is so incredibly important that you have to devalue it by making it into an improv. And so I want to call out Chris Crock on WBAT 820. You are a hypocrite, my friend, and shame on you. And he and I actually went back and forth on Twitter. I, I know him because I used to be on WBAP. The other one is Rick Roberts that is on at 2 p.m. right after Rush Limbaugh whines for three hours. I mean, you know, Rush Limbaugh has cancer right now, but nothing's changed. I mean, that, this, it, 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 just, it just blows my mind how these guys can get on radio and just lie to people, make up stuff, and they never focus on the things when Trump is bad. They only try to focus and try to spin it. Uh, and whoever came up with that term, I want to smack them in the face with an open fist. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a lie. You're not spinning anything. You're spinning the truth, which is just a lie, or at least that's what I was told, and that's off my soapbox. But Rich Ro Rick Roberts on WBAP, Shame on you for talking about Black Lives Matter the other day. You are just lighting a fire under the racism that is going on in our town in Dallas, Texas. Please listen to him and listen to how biased he is. And him and Chris Crock need to both be off the radio because when you're – this is a, a privilege to do what we do, Will, and you know that. So to use it and spin it and use it as a hate tool – is despicable and you should be fired. Sorry about that. Go ahead. You you go, but I think the thing I, I think that we're at a stage where I think the people who are screaming all lives matter and everything else are really starting to lose that point in the cultural war, and and, and it's going to be a slow process. I mean, African Americans have. So, you know, because African-Americans, Latinos, all sorts of minorities are climbing a different ladder than white people are climbing here. And we all know it, but it's now becoming something that Anglo and white people are starting to recognize, that the ladder is different. And so if that's still your base point, if you can't say black lives matter or Latino lives matter or gay lives matter, if it's that offensive to you, then I think – you're a little backwards, especially as young people come up and they are no longer as racist as they were in the past or as their family was in the past. You know, I have racist members of my family, fortunately, fairly distant. But, you know, as we evolve as a culture and we begin to think about these kind of things, I think that culture war, and I think that's what Donald Trump is making a big mistake. He's hanging on so hard, cultural war, and he's actually turning off people. 
and and I agree with you. We should call out people who are doing that. But at the same time, I also kind of understand where they're coming from. From the very beginning, these radio show hosts, Fox News, politicians, even Trump supporters went all in. They were like, okay, we're all in no matter what. We're all in. And so now as they see Russia and the, the absolute failure on coronavirus and you know the, the, the actual racial baiting that Trump is doing, if they admit, if they say, you know, we were wrong, then for three and a half years they've been horrible people, and that's going to be hard for them to say. Uh, and I do agree. I, mean, I, I agree with that. And I'm so sorry that I went on that rant, but I to, I had a note written down for myself that I wanted to call these two people out because I used to have a lot of respect for them, and just because you can't admit when your guy's losing. And you know, give give both sides. But what's really scary uh, when we come back, Will, because that music means we need to take uh, a break and pay some bills. I want to know what your opinion is of this. A woman called into Rick Roberts' show and said, "You know what we need to do, Rick? We need to get back to our Christian da- days, and we need to be living by the Bible." You know, these Democrats just want to kick us all out of church and take our guns. And I'm like, bitch, what are you listening to? Don't say anything so we need to take a break. All right, guys, this is John Hollywood with All You Need to Know Radio with your co-host, Will Cobb. And this is the late, the great Whitney Houston on one of her last hits, Million Dollar Bill. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Personally, if I did not know it was the truth. 
Everybody here at All You Need to Know Radio, our co-hosts Will Cobb and Maureen Vanderpool, our show producer, and everybody behind the scenes, we are asking you to put you first. You can always, at a later time, go to a party. You can always, at a later time, go to a bar. The bottom line is, is that in the United States, we have 2.7 million cases of the coronavirus. And we have 130,000 Americans that have died. Right here in our hometown, there are 20,165 cases confirmed. And that's before we even go to air. So please, and one last really sad statistic, 352 people have died just recently. Once again, we invite you to go to Judge Clay Jenkins' Facebook page. He is the one that controls everything here in Dallas. Uh, Governor Greg Abbott is a moron, and he is a kiss-ass of Donald Trump. Don't believe a word he says. So, once again, guys, thank you so, so much for everything that you did. And for listening to us, you literally could save your life and you could save your parents and your friends. And remember, don't be a moron. If you go outside, wear a mask. The mask must cover your face. It must cover your mouth, your nose, and it go go over your ears. Okay? I want you guys around. Don't you. Don't go anywhere. All you need to know, radio will be right back. It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H-I-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-M-
But literally, uh, I, I just – what did you think? You haven't. You guys have not even heard the coronavirus ad that I just did. What did you think of that? Was it informative? Did you like it? Tell everybody what you thought about yeah. it. Be nice because we're on the radio. <laughs> no, you did a good job. I think that everything you said is important, folks. I got a my coronavirus test results today because – I had an out-of-town guest who is a family member who stayed for 10 days, and it was really important that we protect her. She went back to New York, so she has to quarantine for 14 days. So my partner, myself, and she all got tests. My partner and I came back negative, and uh, because she was around us, I presume she will also. But that's because we use hand sanitizer everywhere we go. We use masks. We try to really take care of ourselves, and not just ourselves. I recognize that. If I get it, I could give it to somebody else, and if somebody else has a slightly less uh, strong immune system, and mine's not the world's greatest, but if somebody has slightly less, I could kill them, and I don't think I could ever live with that. So listen to John Hollywood, folks. He's really concerned about the coronavirus, as am I, and we want you to take care of yourselves, and we want you to take care of your neighbors, and I'm sorry, a mask is not that inconvenient. And you can look good in a mask. Draw a face of Donald Trump on it. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. No, no, masks, we're going to draw a face of Donald fashion. Trump on it. We're going to sell him. <laughs> masks are a, a fashion statement these days. I have people, I have friends who are coordinating their masks with everything they're wearing. I, I, and there's nothing wrong with it. And then oh, I, I, I was going to tell everybody what Donald Trump said in, you, in referencing the Long Ranger when a mask, Long Ranger wore a mask over his eyes, not his mouth and his nose. But that just shows what his this I, this IQ is. It's just incredibly ridiculous. Real quick, let's move to this. And then, guys, don't go anywhere because we have our song, we have our uh, entertainment watch. And it's about George, the late, great George Michael. Then we have our song pick of the week that will close out the show. Real quick, Will, we have got to touch on the Supreme Court handing Donald Trump three different losses in the light of him putting two new Supreme Court justices on the court, and it didn't help him at all in the final end. What do you think about that? Let's start with the LBGTQ ruling. What did you think about that ruling? Well, I, I thought that was amazing, and I, I really have a more overall statement than on each individual, and that is is that this re- – now, John Roberts is a conservative, and we've got to be careful with him because he is a conservative, and he leans conservative. But at the same time, it really is – as chief justice, it's really his court, and he's an incrementalist, so he's trying to not switch – what the Supreme Court has been doing radically. So I would expect later on down the road there may be some more conservative rulings, and he did today agree to uh, allow uh, – uh, listen to arguments that shouldn't release any of the Robert Mueller uh, uh, transcripts. You know, That's one big problem with Trump. He says he's so transparent, but he sues everybody from his niece not to release the book to John Bolton not to release the book. He sues everybody to try to stop them from releasing things. But Roberts is an incrementalist, and he's being very careful, and he's really focusing on the law. And there are a lot of things he's ruled on I don't like. I do like that in the LGBT case and the DACA case and all of the cases and the abortion case, he is ruling as an incrementalist and saying you're not presenting – 
the correct law here. You have to present well, it ba- in the correct way. He's he's basically he's saying that Donald Trump that Donald Trump's attorneys do not know how to present a correct argument in the correct way absolutely, to the Supreme Court. Absolutely. And can you imagine? I mean, seriously, these. Go ahead. I'm sorry, buddy. Go ahead. Well, he's saying what the, to me. What I'm reading out of it is he's saying that everything they're presenting to the Supreme Court is ultra political, with no legal basis, and so he keeps exactly. sending it back, saying you got to do better than this. And you know, people say all the time you can sue anybody for any reason. However, most of those cases are dismissed if you do not have a basis. For your case. And the abortion case was very, very important because they need to leave that bill alone. I'm going to make a prediction right now. The abortion law is, is law of the land, just like gay marriage is, and it will never go away. No matter how much the Republicans want it to go away, it's a woman's right to choose, said the Supreme Court, what, over 50 years ago? That is not going to change. It's just not going to. Well, I think but Justice Roberts yeah, voted against seeing, it the last time, the first time. But he voted for it this time, so he kept for the law. Because it remember? was technically not presented correctly. It was technically exactly. not But here's the thing. I, I truly believe – now, Trump has made an enormous impact by putting all these conservative federal judges, courts, yeah. especially appellate courts and lower courts. But at the same time, if, we can, if dear Ruth Bader Ginsburg and a couple of the other older justices can just hang on until November – I think we'll stem that tide. At the same time, at the same time, the people who want all of these draconian, horrible laws that you know torture individual people that are hateful are dying away. The conservative party is dying out. So I think over time we just have to kind of wake them out. Well, and you have to remember the GOP is gone. There is no – or the Republican Party died the day that Donald Trump was elected. It is no longer the Republican Party. It is Donald Trump's party. And so that's what Absolutely. I find interesting is how they're going to handle that because you know, I'm very – I don't make a statement especially to the world unless I am 100 percent sure. And I'm telling you right now, there is not a chance in hell Donald Trump is going to win. The polls show it, and the polls are not screwed. And understand, if you go back and you look at the polls in 2016, I want to say this real quick, and we're going to move to our entertainment watch. Uh, scratch that commercial break. And then we are uh, – but the thing is, if you go back, I was talking to my brother, and he's like, the numbers in 2016 weren't wrong. They were calculated in the wrong calibrization, if that makes any sense. And right now I don't have a time to explain why, but we'll, we will. And plus, if you go to our Facebook uh, – and guys, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Tumblr. We just went over 34,000 people following us on uh, Snapchat. And Snapchat, I kind of use – I do it a completely different way, and I don't even know if you're aware of this, Will, but what I do is record uh, – Videos and at the end of the videos, I put make sure you join all you need to know radio. But give I give the artist a bunch of uh, all the credit. Basically, they're the ones performing the song. But George Michael, I want your sex, <laughs> which is our entertainment watch. The late great George Michael just had a birthday a few days ago. One of the most incredible, probably the male Madonna of the music industry. Just, I mean, the guy is just, he was amazing. I happened to got the pleasure to have met him. Um, Kenny, shout out to Kenny. He still lives here in Highland Park, I think. He made the most incredible, uh, 
I'm getting emotional. <laughs> he really held things together for George Michael, and George Michael would not have been around with, as long as he was without Kenny. And real quick, let's let you hear one of George Michael's biggest hits. This video is called Freedom. We'll be right back. Sorry about that. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm back to the old uh, my phone because for some reason, Blog Talk Radio needs to get this fixed so I can log on and use my microphone that makes me sound like the mega superstar that I am. Thanks to all you guys. Anyway, back to George Michael. Uh, what I was talking, and I don't think you heard any of what I'm saying, so I'm going to repeat it. Uh, guys, we're going to go over, deal with it. I'm making that decision because this is very important we get out. But the thing is, is that uh, George Michael, I believe, was like the male Madonna. Uh, he was trendsetting. People were dressing like him. Um, just amazing. I remember I went to one of his first concerts here in Dallas, and I was there with my best friend at the time, Eric Elon. And God, that boy was hot. He, he we used to work out every single night. And at that time, I managed a gym called uh, Fitness Unlimited. And did you ever see the movie, movie Perfect with John Travolta and Jamie Lee Curtis? I did. That was me doing aerobics. I taught like 24 classes of aerobics, and there was a waiting class, waiting list to get into my uh, to get into my class. <laughs> Can you see me with a headphone going? Get it on! Get it on! I know you can. And then funny, the straight guys would try to come in and hit on the women in the class, and that's not what this was about. So I'm real good at figuring that kind of stuff out. And so when I would see it going on, <laughs> I would go over and go, get those legs up. Move. God, what are you doing? What camp do you think you're in? You're, all these girls are beating. You know, just really give them a hard time. So they knew they could, this was not a pickup. This was not a pickup class. This was, this was a class. This was a serious class for you to get your fitness goals in but anyway george michael was just incredible and what i was talking about about our snapchat is i got a, a phone call from my brother saying you did snaps of uh i want your sex and in the video and it's very sexual in fact back in the day they only played it after 9 p.m also like they did madonna and he's like you know he, I'm not going to name my nephews, but he's like, you know, they follow you, right? So they're seeing this. So me and me and me and me and my wife had to just explain all this stuff about uh, what it meant. What did George Michael mean to you, Will, in the and in, in his music? Well, like you, I actually knew George fairly decently. I met him when he moved to Dallas for two years. A lot of people don't know that he lived here, and they were bringing him here. Kenny Goss, uh, who you mentioned. Uh, brought him here, kind of get him out of the paparazzi, and they lived here for a couple of years, and I got to know him a little bit. Very nice man. 
and but certainly not one of my best friends, but I will say this about him. I always believed like you. He was – I've always said this. He was the absolute voice of that generation, the male voice. Madonna, probably the female voice of that generation, but he was the male voice. And to this day, like Whitney Houston, I think that no one compares. I just think he has one of the best voices in history. Yeah, and you know the thing with Kenny, uh, I want to make sure that I don't know if this went across the air, but I said that Kenny was an inspiration and someone who held George Michael together because it's no secret, you know, he he had problems and who doesn't have problems? But when they're being magnified by the by the media, and you know they're following you everywhere you go. But if still you know that and you're driving and you fall asleep at the wheel and run into a tree, you're literally putting people's lives in danger. But I love the video that he released. I'm too funky for you. And he shot it in a bathroom, and it was all about how he got arrested. Did you see that video? Yeah, I saw it. But, I, I you know, I think here's the thing. I, I watched a documentary that he did right before he died. Right before he died. It was so I awesome. For, and I think for his case, I think, you know, very much like a lot of stars, a lot of stars become stars because they want – that there's something missing in their life, and they think that will fix it. And in George's case, it didn't fix it. And he very much hated the attention. He hated being followed. He hated, uh, you know, the media. And so I, I think, you know, for as magnificently talented as he was, I think that uh, being a star for him was just really, really difficult. And you're right. You know, Kenny Goss was a really good guy for him. And you know, for those who are listening who don't know who Kenny Goss was, partner for a number of years and lives here in Dallas with us. Oh, yeah, and the special you're talking about, uh, I watched it also. I believe it was on HBO, and I think it was called Freedom, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to look it up real quick because I want people to go watch it. Because when I heard the video uh, and the lyrics to uh, Freedom, which we just played, I only heard, for me, I was dancing to it, and I love George Michael, so the vibe was there. But the words, when he wrote songs and a lot of artists – don't connect like this, but when he wrote songs, they touched your heart, and they were really what was going on in his life, and he was trying to send messages out to people, and do you know he was send, well, who he was sending messages out in regards to this song, Freedom? Mm-mm. His label. If you listen to the songs, I Won't Let You Down, I Will Not Give You Up, you got to have some faith in my sound. It's the one good thing that I've got. And see, George Michael refused to appear in the video when it was released, and it infuriated his label. But what he did was just incredibly instinctive on his part, and just back in those days, you just didn't think about those things. He put Cindy Crawford, Noemi Noemi Campbell, which I can't even say that name right, but the most incredible, beautiful women and one really hot guy, but he never appeared. You don't see him in it. And that was one of his biggest hits. And the video is incredible. And in the video, they, uh, the jacket that he wore in faith, it goes up in flames. Uh, the music box blows up. And what he's saying to the label is let me be me. Do you see what I'm saying? And the name of the, it was, right. the documentary was freedom. George Michael Freedom, and it was released in 2017, literally months after his sad death. And folks, if you don't recognize how important this guy was to our generation, John Hollywood went over his time. (laughs) That's right. Well, 
I'm the boss. I can do what I want. <laughs> I didn't think anybody That's would right. care. I mean, this is actually really, really something I think that – the thing with George Michael also, and, and to his credit, he, he made huge donations to charity, but he made That's them anonymously, and so you didn't learn about the millions of dollars that he gave because it was, it was anonymous. And they never said anything, and a lot of them, I don't even think he knew it was him, but I, he, would, he just wanted to give back, and he wanted – I think that was his way of reaching out to people. What do you think? He was a really good guy, and I, and I, I agree. You know. And, you know, and while we're on the subject, so just to touch up, because a lot of people have mistaken that they thought he died of an overdose, George Michael did not die of an overdose. He died of heart failure and said he was not on drugs when he died. Yes, and let me just say how infuriating I find that bogus fucking story because not about the way he died, but allegedly <laughs> I'm going to cover our asses here, so our lawyers are butt butts are not clinching. But the thing is, is that with when he died, it was on New Year's or Christmas Eve, I think. Let me let me uh, I don't remember it was Christmas specifically. Day. It was Christmas. It was Christmas. It was Christmas. Yeah, it was Christmas Day in 2016. Boy, I cannot say his middle name. So it's it's George. Can you say his entire name? Georgius Kyrokus, and I can't say that last name. Can you say it? I think it's uh, oh god, Thakatopoulos. It's something that Maybe. I can't announce. But we'll put this order. I can't. I, I can't pronounce it. I don't want to butcher it because he's such a beautiful guy, or he was a beautiful soul, and everything. Uh, but the thing is, it, and he changed music. I mean, I know we're spending a lot of time talking about it, but I don't care because this is a good, good thing we need to talk about. Um, if you, like Will said, Will couldn't agree with you more. He has sold 28 million worldwide albums when he was in the breakthrough group Wham. Do you remember that? Where were you when you heard Wham's first song? In high school, at a church Methodist dance in the basement. Uh, but we'll, I want to jump real quick back, and I know that people don't like when I do that. But I want to, I want to say that this, the there's a conspiracy or, or a, a suspicion around the way he died because his boyfriend at the time, and there, there's been rumors that he had already broken up with him. But anyway, the guy was sleeping in his car on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve or whatever whatever day it was, the, the night he died. And he never went into their mansion. He slept in the car. I don't believe that for a minute. So allegedly, Will, what do you believe? You know, I, I've never been able to figure that out. Uh, you know, but I will say this. The autopsy revealed that he died of congestive heart failure. So I don't know that you could bring that on. There were no drugs in his system, so he wasn't poisoned. He wasn't suffocated. So I don't know. About that, I mean, I, I always thought that guy was kind of tacky, but I mean, hey, he was a porn star, so George liked him. Exactly. If you go and you watch the rock movie Rocket Man, I mean, that guy reminds me of the guy that was, uh, you know, that used Elton John for all the money they did. And guys, if you haven't seen Rocket Man, go look at it; it's amazing. All right, so now let's move real quickly to our song pick of the week. Our song pick of the week is by an iconic uh, entrepreneur. Uh, Sells out every arena she goes to, um, writes children's books. Uh, everybody thinks she hard, she was a hard partier, but yet she was very disciplined. 
And I can only be talking about one is, person, so who is it, Will? Is it Julie Andrews? Oh, that's it. No, it's Mary Poppins. No, it's what, the one and only. The Madonna. Madonna, and it is the – her albums have been getting out for so long. This is one of the songs that actually put her over the top like a virgin, and it's our song pick of the week. And it's not new because it's been out for a while, but it's amazing, and it's very dangerous. But here you go. Okay, so that was not Madonna. That was actually uh, Misty from <laughs> Misty from uh, Landwood Rogues. So we need to, uh, you know, I heard that uh, Landwood Rogues is no longer with uh, PB Entertainment Group. They released them from their um, entertainment contract. So now let's do a Madonna song. Here we go. One of her biggest hits. their face, 
It's a little uncomfortable, but you could save 30,000 American lives. And with that, we're going to close the show. Don't miss next week's show. What will it be about? It'll be fun. That's all I know. I'm John Hollywood, your host, with Will, our co-host. Good night, live from Dallas, Texas. Keep reaching for the stars because that's where it all begins. Never let anyone tell you who to love, how to love, or how to make your dreams come true. Good night. I don't think-